Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Amandaman Games Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. So first of all, Happy New Year. This is a pre-recorded episode, but I kind of wanted to have something ready for everyone going into the new year. If you're waiting for an episode, I wanted to have something, some sort of topics that were going in my mind. And yeah, just wanted to wish everyone a Happy New Year just before I started the show. Hope everyone has a wonderful year ahead. And of course, hopefully there's lots of awesome games for us to play. But we'll discuss more about that in another episode. Today, I want to look at something that has always kind of been nagging at my brain, especially more recently with bigger and bigger games coming out. And that is video game length. Whether or not quality or quantity is more important. Are video games just getting longer <laughs> from what it was before? I know this is this is kind of weird for anyone to talk about or, or say in a sense, uh, especially because, you know, when you are spending 60 USD or 70 USD, depending on, you know, which game you're buying, you want to get the most out of your game. But at some point, you do have to understand or look at it in terms of whether or not the game values your time. So I want to just look at, first of all, just by starting off, I want to first look at some of the 2020 games. And I and for this, I used the How Long to Beat website, which is a great website, by the way, if you're ever wondering how long it will take to complete a certain game or something like that. I know there's other ways to kind of measure it, but it does kind of round it off to how long it does take for an average person. So it's a website I use quite quite frequently, especially when I'm trying to decide whether or not I should play a game or if I should wait or if I should free up literally a calendar year, basically. But so I want to just look at a few 2020 games. Assassin's Valhalla, this is the game that I'm, I was literally just playing before I recorded this podcast. It, it is around 52 hours to beat the main story. So when it says that in the on, on this website, it is assuming that you're taking the critical path. That I don't, in, in a way, you're not really steering left and right. You're not doing to recite quests or collectibles, stuff like that. So I'm looking at just the main story section. I'm not, I'm not looking at how long it takes to fully complete the game, like doing all the side missions, stuff like that. I'm looking at just the main story. So that should also, I should have prefaced that earlier on. But Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 52 hours to beat the main story. Right, I'm around around forty hours. <laughs> I feel like I'm not. I'm not nowhere near. But you, I'm. I just, just. I'll keep going. <laughs> the Last of Us Part Two, twenty four hours. Ghost of Tsushima, twenty four hours. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, twenty hours. Doom Eternal, fourteen hours. Final Fantasy Seven Remake, thirty four hours. Persona Five Royal, hundred and three hours. Yakuza Like a Dragon, forty six hours. And Immortal Phoenix Rising, 22 hours. I know I haven't gone through a number of of, of, of the games that came out uh, last year. So obviously, I only kind of went through the ones that came up in my mind. And just kind of the ones that were right in the back of my head, I guess. But again, like those are already kind of telling you like some huge numbers for games that are supposed to be, you know, single player. So, okay, first of all, like let's, let's just kind of break it down. Some of those games like Personal 5 Royal or Yakuza Like a Dragon, stuff like that you know, those games, you do expect them to be a little bit longer, especially, you know, Japanese RPG games are known to be quite long. There's a lot of stuff to do. There's a lot of different side quests, uh, side things, side activities that you can do. This is always kind of 
part of those kinds of games, right? So like that's completely understandable. That's completely okay. At the same time, is it is it goes back to valuing your time as a gamer, as a consumer, right? You're spending that much money, and you have hundreds of hours available to you. But it, are your like I will make the argument that even in games like that, even in games that are like Personal Five that are really great, like I myself have put thirty hours in the original Personal Five, not the Royal version. And like after 30 hours, I just fell off, right? Because I started playing something else. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get at basically is that, you know, you put in so much, so much time, but there will always be other games, right? So let me let me go back. Even in games like Persona 5 or Yakuza, Yakuza Like a Dragon more specifically, there's no way that you're going from point A to point Z, which is like in, in terms of main story, right? You're going from A, B, C, D, E, F, like that. There's no way that you're going from point A to point Z where every point that you stop in between B, C, D, E, F being something that is actually needed or something that is actually varied and interesting and engaging. There's just no way. Like that will at that point be a perfect video game. And in many ways, Personal 5 has been <laughs> given that term. It's been referred to as a perfect video game many times. But like from what I've I've played, I, there was definitely parts where I'm like, okay, this was not really needed. I'm playing Sasuke Valhalla right now. And just in the main story, there's a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, this is this is not needed, you know? So I just want to kind of put that out first. So when I'm talking about this, you know, like there, I know there's a lot of main story missions, but I'm looking at in terms of whether or not those missions in between are actually engaging. You know, if every single mission felt like, like almost like you're playing Metal Gear Solid, two or three and like you're going through each different corridor where everything is curated you know like i've heard to think of like specific games but like it doesn't feel like every single point is well curated or well made to that point where you're like wow this is every everything about this is so engaging it's usually always a couple of points and everything in between is okay here's a new gameplay loop here's a new gameplay like mechanic here's you, another thing you can do and it's never really something that really engages you and i also understand that sometimes for the story they don't want to keep hitting you with the story Right? They don't want to just keep throwing stuff at you left, right, left, right. And you're just like, oh my God, I'm just getting overloaded. Can, can we just take a break for a second? I totally understand that. But again, like I'm like, that's this is Persona 5, for example, is 103 hours, right? You're telling me it couldn't be 60 hours or 50 hours. You know, like I get like you're taking a break, but when you take a break, you don't want to break for 20 hours, right? You want to break for, for a little bit. Well, I think Ubisoft games have over time come to a point where we look at them it, it, obviously, a lot of us, including myself, especially with Assassin's Creed, I always have a, a very soft spot for Ubisoft because Ubisoft growing up was always, you know, in my system in some sense. I was always playing Ubisoft games. I was playing Splinter Cell. I was playing Ghost Recon. I was playing Rainbow Six. I was playing uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, which kind of completely blew my mind when it first came out. You know, I was playing Rayman. So, like, Ubisoft has always been there. It's gone to the point now that Ubisoft is especially what you see this year, they released Watch Dogs Legion. They released Sasuke Valhalla, Immortal Phoenix Rising, all three games relatively long. Watch Dogs Legion, I forgot to check, but I did stream that game. And even when I streamed, I think it was coming to like maybe 16, 17 hours, maybe like that. Like it was, it was still relatively long. It wasn't like crazy long, but it was still pretty long, you know? And they released these three huge open world games and they were really, really long. And like as I'm playing Sasuke Valhalla, like, you know, the thing that I keep noticing is that it's almost like them trying to make a live service game out of a single player open world game. And in terms of, you know, 
them making a game and the amount of money they invest in these games, I kind of understand that because they invest so much money and time, you know, and all the developers and, and artists and everything working on these games for so long. And they're like, okay, people will play this game, finish it and just chuck the game away. Right, they want people to keep coming back. That's why they have stuff like season passes, stuff like that. But on top of the season passes and everything like that, they still want you to keep coming back, and they're still trying to find ways to. Obviously, you can correct me if I'm wrong for Immortal Phoenix Rising, but for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm almost certain that there is cosmetic purchases, and there's also XP boost purchases. So with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, depending on an area that you go, you need to be a certain level, and basically they're selling you know, XE boost to be able to level your character up so that you can go to the to the next spot. Or obviously you can grind it out or just play the game normally and stuff like that, right? So for me, like that kind of that that is one part that irritates me because that kind of already kind of answers one of my things about how they're adding all this bloat. Like it doesn't really go, you know, point A to point Z seems so, you know, like there's too many too many points in between basically. And I've kind of like answered that with this, that they obviously want you to get to a point where you're like Man, if I just if I just pay this much, I can just go straight to the next part. I don't need to do any side missions. If I just like it was, I think that was a a, a pretty big argument with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So far, I haven't noticed that issue with doing the main story stuff and being under leveled. Oh, however, I am doing a lot of side missions. Like I, this is just how I play uh, RPG games. I'm like just very used to it, and I because also like after The Witcher Three, I was always so impressed by the side quests that I don't want to leave, I don't want to like, you know, make. I want to make sure I check every nook and cranny, I want to make sure I check every person, individual, talk to them, you know, like that's, it's just kind of been embedded, although like the side quest, I will, I won't lie, has not been as interesting in Asasuke Valhalla, like as I'm talking about it, I'm kind of think, telling myself, I'm like, do I really need to do all the side quests, I should probably just focus on the main story, and just kind of get that out of the way, but again, like, you know, that kind of also like tells you a lot that there is like some sort of motive to, hey, hey, we're going to make this kind of long so that, you know, you can get there on your own. But hey, if you pay the XA boosting or if you pay this for maybe a cosmetic item, I don't know if you can buy any loot or specific kind of loot. I hope not. I haven't I haven't checked that out, but I, I do know that the XP boost stuff does exist. So that also like, of course, you know, says a lot. I'm not going to bring it back to The Last of Us Part 2. So that's that's a 24 hour game. The Last of Us Part 1 was not as long. It was, it was definitely shorter and it felt every area, every section did feel a lot more curated. Uh, I, like that's something I obviously I loved about The Last of Us that I always admire about, about Naughty Dog and how they, you know, do everything. And it's a game of the year for many people right now. You know, it's not, it's not like this year, especially a lot of people loved it. It was number seven in my top 10 list. Uh, but at the same time, it definitely did not have to be as long as it was, Right. There were definitely things like after having played it and stuff like that. There's definitely things in that game that could have been removed, but and or and or just kind of shifted around or just interaction that weren't needed or didn't really add to the overall story. But then, you know, the thing that comes in my mind is whether or not people will be mad about that, right? Because you are spending sixty dollars on a video game. If you're gonna spend sixty dollars on a video game, and a game isn't over 20 hours or like a Ubisoft game. It isn't like crazy, 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 crazy long. Does that like, you know, at that point, like, will you just, will you be mad that, no, why, why didn't you put the bloat in? Why didn't you make it longer? But then if they make it longer and the stuff that they put in to make it longer isn't as interesting or engaging, then do we have a right to be mad about that? You know, it's something that I was gonna keep thinking about because it's just what we expect from, from $60, right? And 
always make this. I've I've read about it, or I feel like I've heard about it. You know how one dollar should be equivalent to an hour's worth of gameplay. I can't remember where I heard this. I feel like I might have heard it on YouTube or someone. But the thing with that is like one hour of a specific game isn't equivalent to one hour of another game. You know, one hour of me playing Call of Duty multiplayer is not the same as one hour of me playing Uncharted 4. There's, it's very, very different. So, you know, it should be the same thing with, with money in that sense, right? You know, like I'm spending $9 or $10 per month for Netflix and I can watch 10 episodes of The Crown, which is 10 hours, if not more, of amazing content. Yet I will be paying fourteen or fifteen dollars to watch an hour and a half film, right? If I go to the theater, obviously, uh, with everything that's happening, this analogy doesn't apply right now. But imagine last year, for example, right? You're spending that much to go watch a movie, right? Then, like, it doesn't translate, right? It doesn't work like that. It so that's why I feel like each, it, like that's something that I feel like we should always kind of push out of our minds. Our our money should be valued. That's definitely a thing, you know. Gamers' money should be valued. But my main thing about this specific episode was our time because i feel like our time doesn't get valued a lot uh let's go to ghost of tsushima for a second this was my favorite game this is my game of the year by the way so ghost of tsushima had a critical path that also took quite long i'm not like it, it did it was pretty long overall but you know mission variety kind of slowed down over time you know after a while it was okay this is a group this is what you're doing okay just do it again or this thing, I'm going to put the speech bubble here, like, or it's not really speech bubbles, but they're going to have this conversation over here. Now go to the other spot and do it again, right? So it's kind of like, okay, like, that's cool. You put that in between, but there's there's only specific chunks of that game that are still my brain and a lot of stuff in between that I'm like, yeah, that was not necessary. You know, that was not needed at all, right? And again, it comes down to, okay, you know, it was still an enjoyable game. It was a really fun game. I platinum the game probably spent around 40, 50 hours because I did everything, right? And I had a great time. But again, it was like, okay, like I've done all that. I'm, I'm done with it. I've platinumed it. But it was, was it actually 50 hours where every hour was valued? Every hour was amazing, enjoyable? Or was it like specific hours that were amazing? And then other times where I'm just like, okay, I just need to find this or I just need to do that. Oh, I just have to do this again. Just to, just to get to the next story beat, right? You're basically struggling. You're almost like fighting to get to the next story beat so you can put your controller down and see a cutscene. That's literally what, what the whole objective is, right? GRPGs, obviously, like I was going to bring it up before, like Final Fantasy VII, Persona 5, Yakuza, they've always been very long, you know? And even with Final Fantasy VII, I've, I've played quite a bit of it already. I do want to, I'm, I'm going to get back into it. Like I said, see, like this is just me bringing that up. That I've played a lot of it, and like I have to like I'm I'm just trying to slowly like make my way my my way through it again, uh, make my way through it because I have reached pretty far in. I basically am quite close to the end. But again, it was just like okay, I just need to you know put it down because something else is out or something else came up, right? It, it was like it was it was good to kind of go through it, but again, like I fell off because I was like okay, I have to do a bunch of stuff until I can get to the next big story beat, right? And it's just extra grind or extra, not necessarily grind, but just, it's just extra stuff added in between to get me to there. But I'm like, okay, but like, is there a way, cause is there a way for me to just kind of skip through this and just quickly go there? But obviously that like goes into all the microtransaction stuff. There's no microtransactions in Final Fantasy VII, but I'm just, you know, that's something that's obviously been used in stuff like Ubisoft, for example. And you know, like, like is it something that came about more recently? Is it because 
you know, customers were getting more and more, us as gamers were getting more and more annoyed that, hey, you're taking all this money and then you're giving us a seven hour, a seven hour campaign. Like, what's up with that? Right. That's, that's what we kind of saw with Call of Duty and games like that, where they, they'll give you like a five or six hour campaign, but then they'll give you multiplayer, they'll give you zombies. They're like, okay, that's a five or six hour thing, but you have a multiplayer, which is like one of the best multiplayer components in the world. Let's be honest, like Call of Duty, the way it sells and people play Call of Duty all the time. It's like, okay, you're going to play all of this. You know, it's, you, you can kind of adjust money wise or value wise based on like what modes they can put in the game. Right. Is it, because like sometimes developers just want you to just stay in the game. Is it because people just want you to, or the developers just want you to kind of keep talking about the game, you know, and kind of like I was talking about, you know, if you go through like a 10 season, like TV show versus a two hour movie, you know, what's more impactful? Obviously, like if you watch like a 10 season TV show and you stuck around and stuff like that, you like love it. But, you know, I would, I would argue like something like Avengers Endgame, for example, which was, you know, it was still a long movie. But it was it was pretty impactful. It's still with me right now as I'm talking about it. It's still with me, you know. Versus, you know, all these seasons of Big Bang Theory that, like, you know, there are big, there's small chunks of it that I really love. But towards the end, I'm just like, ah, you know, I fell off. And Game of Thrones, same thing. Game of Thrones, I was a big fan of it. But towards the end, I'm like, okay, I think most people at the end of the season were like, okay, you know what? We're we're kind of done with that, you know. So, like, where do you kind of feel like you're getting your your money's worth? You know, time time is valuable. During the pandemic, more gamers are at home, but I'm I'm just speaking generally, you know, like I know that more people can play games right now, uh, but time is still valuable. A lot of people that spend money in video games are, you know, young adults, people that obviously are earning money or people that can afford to spend their own money on video games and video game consoles. So if someone has a nine to five job, then maybe you go to the gym, then maybe, you know, does something else. Maybe they're doing some something on the side. Maybe they're spending time with their friends, their family, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, you know, how much time do they have after that to play games, right? If they have a couple of hours, let's say, if a couple of hours, like, I'm, and I'm being generous with that as well because I know a lot of friends of mine that are in specific jobs that just don't get any time. But even if I say they have a couple of hours a week to play video games, right? Let's say if it's, it's spend, like, they can spend two hours, let's just say, two hours a week to play video games, right? Would they put that two hours in Final Fantasy VII Remake or Persona 5 or Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Or would they just say, you know what, I'm just going to play Call, Call of Duty Warzone or Fortnite, which are both free games. I'll go online, I'll, I'll jump in with my friend, this way I can, I can chat with my friends, I can catch up with them as well. And that's like where my two hours will go for this week. So, you know, like, it's like you're, it, it, it comes down to, you know, like how you kind of adjust or how you kind of incorporate these game times into your schedule. And having two hours of a grind sesh in a Sasuke Valhalla, for example, like I've done like, I'm, I'm obviously I'm not going to reveal where I am because I know the game just came out a, a little while back, but like I play the game for like literally like two hours right now because like, you know, all of us are on holiday and stuff right now. So this is like the perfect time for me to kind of go through my backlog and feed the game. But I spent two hours and after two hours, I'm just like, okay, like, you know, I've done this, I've completed this specific thing, but it's not like, I, if I felt accomplished by it, I, I didn't feel like, okay, I got like some amazing story thing out of it. It was more like, okay, I've done this, now what? Okay, now what you did there, you gotta do that again in this part. It's like, okay, okay, so I've gotta do that. Okay, I did that, I come back. Okay, so you what you did there, you gotta do that again here. And it's like, okay, so I'm just like doing this again and again. 
and like almost like you know a carrot on the stick just hoping just hoping that oh there's gonna be something amazing story-wise that just pops in and just grabs me right and there are some moments like that i'm not gonna lie there was there was one moment around a a bonfire with 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 two characters which are with our character and another character and obviously like i'm not gonna reveal anything but like it was it was really really the acting was amazing and everything it really sucked me and i was so surprised and like the facial animations were just, I was like, I was like what, how is this happening? Especially for a Ubisoft game. Like, I mean, I, I, with all the glitches and bugs that this game has and most Ubisoft games have, like, I was very surprised, right? But again, like, it just, it, it's like, that was one moment after 40 hours of me being in the game, right? And that tells you so much. It's almost like because I spent the money on this game, I'm kind of seeking that money back in a way. I'm trying to make sure that, hey, I get my money's worth. It doesn't mean I need to spend 80 hours in the game, but it's like, no, I spend this money. Now I want to spend time playing this game and finishing this game, which is one of the reasons I always look to buy games on sales because I feel like I've noticed when I buy a game on sale or if I have a game on Game Pass, that's going to when my true feelings about a game come, comes out. It, it, it's more of me, oh, I'm going to play this game. I'm gonna, if I enjoy it, I'm going to keep playing it. If I don't enjoy it, hey, it was on Game Pass. Oh, it was on sale, whatever. You know, like, I've, that's what I've noticed. And I feel like that mo- that money factor, that monetary factor is something that does kind of influence us and how we feel about a game and how much time we want to spend in, in that game. And sometimes I feel that's not good. You know, that's not good because we are taking away that valuable time from, you know, maybe it, it might be like, you know, obviously if you're, if you're in general gaming and you're not, you know, taking care of your responsibilities, you know, that's something that obviously you need to work on. I think that's in general, that's like generally speaking with any hobby. If you're spending so much time on your hobby that it's keeping you away from your actual responsibilities, you know, in life, be it your, with your family, your kids, you know, yourself, that's obviously something that people need to work on. But I'm talking about time in terms of this is time that if you could have spent maybe, you know, watching a TV show, watching a movie, spending time with friends or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, maybe playing another game, right? And that's kind of how I look at it is in terms of as, as being a gamer, I'm like, oh, like this is all this 30 to 40 hours that I spent playing Asasuke Valhalla. What if I spend this 40 hours and put it more, put more of it into Persona 5, which I know is already a long game, right? But I'm like, yeah, but like Persona 5, I keep hearing about how amazing it is, stuff like that. I myself am already so far in it. If I had spent this exact same, same amount of time, put it there, like would I have experienced this wonderful JRPG that everyone keeps talking about, right? What if I put that 40 hours and put it towards, uh, you know, Call of Duty Warzone or Fortnite? Would I be able to compete in like the Fortnite World Cup or something? You know, <laughs> probably not, but you know, like that's, that's kind of like what starts popping in my brain is whether or not, you know, it's, it's actually worthwhile to spend that much time, especially when you are kind of almost forcing yourself to chuck through because, you know, all this extra stuff is added in between and you don't, you don't want to go on YouTube. You don't want to read what happens, right? You've paid for the game. You spent 40 hours in it already, right? Game sales wise, you know, obviously it speaks otherwise. Look at how well Asaski Valhalla is doing. Look at how well Cyberpunk, Witcher 3, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, stuff like that, you know, but what I would be curious in, right? But what I would want to look at is the stats of, of gamers that actually finish that game. Right? How many people actually reached the end? So if 13 million people, for example, bought Starpunk 2077, I want to know how many of them actually reached the end and saw the end credits. Right? It's 
something that always kind of came out of my mind because I kept thinking about it because so many people get into the hype train, get into the idea that, oh, this is a very long game. So if I spend this much money, I'm going to get my money's worth. But then it's like you spend that much money, but then you don't even get till the end. So it's like, would it have been better to just spend that money somewhere else? Would it have been better to put that money aside, maybe put it in a savings? Would that be better to buy a new controller, buy something else? You know, like you could have put that money somewhere else. And like, that's something that I'm, I would be very, very curious about, you know, for publishers and game companies, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you reach the end, right? Like they probably want you to buy the season pass. And if you want to, if they want you to get, get, they do want to get you into the season pass, they probably do hope that you finish the game because I'm assuming it will always be a continuation. At least most of the games where I've got the DLC, like Control, um, like uh, Mass Effect, for example, it is kind of in, in a sense related towards what happens towards the end of the game and stuff like that, right? So it kind of does make sense. I always like kind of look at it in, in terms of, you know, like if you're like a creative, like a, a, a film director or even if you have, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use I'm gonna use film, for example. Uh, you know, even though I don't like making that comparison between films and video games, because I like to think the video games are like its own thing and everything, but I'm just kind of using this as an, as an analogy. But if you're a film director and, you know, people, people like same, same thing as, as games, 30 million people bought your tickets. You, you've basically made all the money you need to recoup the cost plus get a bunch of profit, right? But people come into your movie, it's like a two hour movie. People come into your movie and after the first hour, like every, like, uh, like let's say after the first hour, 60% of the people leave. After the uh, an hour and a half, and basically a hundred percent of people have left, and like towards the end, there's no one there. There's no one there at the movie, so no one has seen the last thirty to forty minutes of your of your film. Like as a director, as a creative working on that, like what does that mean to you? You know, like and that's like, that's like what I also kind of look at it as well because as gamers, we should value our time. We should value obviously we should value our money, you know, because there are obviously so many games to explore and stuff like that as well. So there's obviously so many other things that we can possibly try. But as someone who you know who's working on that development side, working on the creative side of video games, like would that you know knowing the fact that hey I've made all this money, we've sold hundreds of millions of copies, but literally no one has seen the ending. Like all this work and all this thought and hard work, like especially I'm th- I keep thinking about stuff like The Last of Us, for example, right? You know, like The Last of Us, it's like it's such a ga- game, like it's a game that you need to get till the end to kind of take in everything that's happened, to take a breath, realize what's happened all across, you know, kind of put your thoughts together, and like it's like okay, no one even gets to that point, let's say. So you put in so much of your heart and soul into a video game. And like, you know, your pockets are lined up. Like, what what does that mean at that point? Is that something that you're like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I've made the money. That's all I care about. I know the ending. <laughs> you know, I made that game. I know the ending. I wrote the story. But like, if no one else saw it, who cares, right? I'm sure on, on, on the creative side, a lot of a lot of the game directors and writers probably are like, no, I want, like, or even the, the engineers and people who are working on the animation, stuff like that, they're probably like, hey, no, what? get to the end. Look at, I spent seven, eight months working on that specific part that you didn't even see, you know? So I don't know, like, I think this was like something that I was, it was almost like a thought experiment. It was something that I was like wanting to kind of think about and like, like more and more, you know, as I get older, um, as I have more responsibilities in life, as I value my, my time more, you know, like, like I said, most of us, a lot of people uh, who ha- are able to get all these games, are able to buy the new consoles and stuff like that. We're very lucky when it comes to being able to spend money on these kinds of things. But then I think because of that, 
we have to kind of look towards, hey, like, what about our time? Like money is something that we can kind of still make, we can still work towards, we can still work hard towards and make, but time is something we keep losing. We can't get back time. Time is like like this couple of seconds that I was just saying this, I've already lost that time, right? So it's like time is something that is so is so limited. And like we're using that to, you know, we, we it's important or it's up to us to make sure that we make every minute, every hour that we spend some make make it something valuable. Like it doesn't mean that you can't relax or something like that. You know, it doesn't mean that oh, uh, like hey, I'm tired. I want to sleep ten hours or whatever. You know, like no, of course, sleep sleep ten hours if you you know like it's 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 nothing. It's nothing like you you have to like spend every single minute of your day trying to do something productive. But it's more about like okay, but like in terms of being a gamer, if I'm gonna spend forty hours in a game and where I have to kind of force myself or I have to chug myself along and grind myself along to get till the end just so I can get to the next cutscene. What if I spend that same time in a game like Hades, which rewards me for me going back in? What if I spend that same amount of time in another game, you know, like, and maybe, maybe in a smaller indie games that have worked so hard to cre- create something so curated, you know, like, and of course, I totally get it. Like, if you are someone that actually enjoys that grind, someone that actually enjoys going back in and, and, and playing games like that and just kind of roaming r- around doing the same thing over and over again, like, like again like this is that's completely personal preference right but this is again like i'm just gonna bring it up for a majority of people just because of you know i do doubt i I'm 100 i really really doubt that uh, these long games that come out a majority of people do actually finish it so it just comes down to okay if you value your time that much why not put those same 20 30 hours that you would have spent in a game that's on that you think you might enjoy or, or you see that hey it's a very long game this this will be worth spending that sixty dollars on it's like hey wouldn't it be better to spend that sixty dollars on a game that you can finish in eight hours to ten hours but those ten hours are you know just gut-wrenching emotional engaging amazing gameplay and give you an experience that you've never seen and i i kind of like look at that in terms of vr like vr game especially in oculus quest uh, which is the thing that i have is quite expensive like a lot of the games still don't don't go down on price but it's, it's that experience is something that you just can't experience anywhere else. And when you're in there, you're like, yeah, I'll gladly play, I'll get, gladly pay the premium on this, on this game just for this, right? And like, that's kind of what, like I keep thinking in my brain about that. Like, hey, what if, you know, if I'm okay spending $40 or $50 on a game, which is like maybe like a couple of hours on like the Oculus Quest, if, like, why do I need to kind of, say that, hey, you know what, let me spend 70, or at least in Canada, $90 after tax on a game that will that will give me like 100 hours because I'm like, no, I'm spending this much money. I need to make sure I get every little thing out of it, you know? So I think that's like, we can kind of leave it there. Of course, like, let me know what your thoughts are. This is just obviously kind of my opinion, but if you obviously have something, you know, you know you want to kind of add to the conversation or you want to talk to me about, you can, of course, email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. By the time this is live, I'll probably re- restart my streaming. I was taking a break uh, last week when it comes to streaming and stuff like that. So hopefully I will see everyone at twitch.tv slash amandaman. And yes, please, of course, let me know. Let me know what you think, stuff like that. You can always like message me at any time and I'm, I, I reply quite quickly, especially on Instagram. So thank you so much, everyone. And I hope everyone has a wonderful year ahead. And yep, let me know what game you're playing. Bye.